Welcome to Welcome to Acnic Commentary and today we where we use our perspective on talking about random episodes that we created in the home of anchor.fm Hi, well, my name is Gavin. Welcome to Acne Commentary. So, I hope everyone has got a good day. And some bad news, I we have gotten our first coronavirus in Fairfield County. So whatever you do, please stay at your homes and be prepared. And we'll talk about old silly video formats now to pass the time just to make you not worried about it. Most people are familiar with the VHS tape, which was a standard home video format before the DVD, and it came out in 1977. Some of you might even be familiar with the Betamax tape, which came around the same time. Being a VHS, both formats were pretty similar and used the same technology magnetic tape for video and audio, but Betamax was smaller and had less runtime than VHS, but Betamax had slightly better video quality, but in the end, VHS won the format war and became the standard format for home video in more than 20 years, but many people probably don't know that there was another home video format which came out in 1978, only a year after VHS and Betamax. The format was called LaserDisc, also called DiscoVision, and the movies came on an optical disc just like DVDs. It sounds a lot better than the videotape technology, right? So why wasn't this format just as popular? This is why. Laser discs are really huge, and they're quite thick and also heavy. Let's see how much they actually weigh. First, let's check out how much a Blu-ray movie actually weighs. Okay, around 60, 70 grams. A Laserdisc movie, on the other hand, usually weighs somewhere between 300 and 600 grams. But if I take 10 grams Laserdisc together, they weigh 4.7 kilos. So the average weight for a Laserdisc movie is about 500 grams, half a kilo. Therefore, when I order a Laserdisc movies online, the shipping is opted two times as much as the cost of a laser disc itself, that's outrageous. A laser disc is exactly the same size as a vinyl record. And they come in big cardboard boxes, also like vinyl records, which is probably the coolest thing about this format. Laser disc covers are big with a lot of room for pictures and text descriptions, which makes it a good collector's item. The modern DVD and Blu-ray come in a small boxes, and there is not that much room for anything, and sometimes the text is too small to read. Today, it's become a cult phenomenon to collect laser discs, and I think that big covers had a lot to do with it. I think that's one of the reasons why you can collect them. You'll love the artwork on these big covers, and you can open some of the covers to see even more artwork, by the way. In 2016, Disney began to release movies with big laserdisc-sized covers, even though there are just small Blu-rays inside, so I guess some people miss those big laserdisc covers to be able to play a laserdisc. Of course, to be, you need a laserdisc player. I've you can get two players produced by Pioneer. You will usually... It's basically what it is. Now, a DVD player is a small tray, but a Laserdisc player has a huge tray. A little bigger, right? So I guess you're not supposed to touch the surface of a Laserdisc, but I find that really difficult when I when you take it out of the cover. The disc is too huge to grab both sides like I do with DVDs and Blu-rays. So obviously you'll need to grab the center hole and the edge, but it's still a bit difficult to take the disc out of the cover without touching the surface. I'd say that just grab the disc and wipe it from your fingerprints afterwards. Most Laserdisc covers say, we're not in use, place Laserdisc and jacket and store in a cold dry place. Hmm. 
I wonder how cold they mean. Like, is my living room temperature too hot? How am I supposed to keep it in the fridge? No, because it's also supposed to be a dry place. I'm confused. And some of the covers even say place vertically. It's quite a piggy disc. What happens if I don't follow the instructions? Does it catch on fire? <laughs> but to be serious, I've heard that some laser discs deteriorate over time, also known as laser rot, which makes the discs unreadable. So I guess the laser disc is really sensitive about the environment. And I never experienced it myself. Let's talk about the technical aspects of a laser disc. A DVD and a Blu-ray can store hours of video. So how much video can a laser disc store? About 45 minutes. Wow, you would think that it would be a lot more with a disc this size, but nope, at least a laser disc can store 45 minutes on each side of the disc. Because that means you have to take the disc out of the player and flip it to watch the other side, which is quite annoying. Some laser discs have extended playtime and can be stored up to one hour of video, but most discs have about 45 minutes with the standard movie for 90 minutes that requires two sides. So a whole movie often fits one disc if it's a longer movie. Then the movie needs to be split onto two discs, which means that you'll have to flip or change the disc three or four times to watch a movie, which is frustrating. Although I should point out that some laser disc players have dual side play, which means that you didn't have to flip the discs. No wonder why laser disc didn't catch on. On a small VHS tape like this, you could store four hours of video besides record on VHS tapes too. You couldn't do that with Laserdisc. But let's talk more about the positive things about Laserdisc. I mean, you just want to do it. That's a ball of money. First of all, Laserdiscs was very ahead of its time because the movies came on an optical disc. It's like DVD and Blu-ray. Let's take a look at the video quality. Today, it's nothing special, but back in the days, the audio quality was amazing, but now it looks really weird. Even though the movies were on an optical disc, it wasn't digital video like a DVD. It was actually an analog video signal, so... If a disc is dusting or has been scratched, the image doesn't freeze or pixelated like a DVD does it. Pretty much like a VHS tape or lose the video like a damaged metal record. And then if you fast forward, it looks like you're fast forwarding a VHS tape. Since Blazerdisc is an analog format, it doesn't have a pixel resolution. It has a horizontal resolution of 425 for 440 lines. While VHS only had 240 lines. So Blazerdisc had better video quality. The Titanic on both Laserdisc and VHS. The Laserdisc version clearly has a sharper picture. And the VHS is grainy compared to Laserdisc. This is what DVD looks like compared to Laserdisc. DVD is a digital format, so image is a lot cleaner to look at. The horizontal resolution of DVD is 480 or 576 lines. So it's higher than Laserdisc. And just for the record, this is what Blu-ray looks like compared to Laserdisc. Blu-ray is super sharp to look at because it's about six times higher resolution than DVD. Now let's talk about the audio on Laserdisc. Of a laser disc is analog. It's analog, but most Laserdisc movies have a digital audio track, so the audio on a Laserdisc is really good, just as good as the audio on a DVD. I mean, let's go back to the Titanic, and this time compare the audio between VHS and Laserdisc. Wow. Way better. There are two kinds of laser discs. 
movies. CLVs and CAVs. C CLV discs are the most common ones. You can get like a few CAV movies and, and there are CAV on the covers. It's easier to recognize a CAV disc because there's a sort of pattern on the surface and CLV discs just has a pattern, plain surface. CAV discs are supposed to have better picture quality than CLV discs, but it's hard to tell the difference. The movie Jumanji on both CLV and CAV discs. When I look at closely, the CAV version looks to have slightly better picture quality, but it's barely noticeable besides CAV discs can only store 30 minutes of video, which means more discs for each movie, so it's really not worth it, by the way. If I fast-forward CLV disc, it looks like this, but it looks like... Uh, CLV disc, the picture is clear and the motion is smooth, and if I pause it, CLV disc... The, picture goes black but if I pause the CIV disc the picture freezes and I could go back and forth frame by frame just like on DVD and Laserdisc. On Laserdisc you can skip chapters with the push button just like on DVD so that's another cool thing about it and it's very easy to get into a specific scene with this future and to, the covers often have an index of chapters so you know which chapter number to look for. You couldn't skip chapters on VHS. You would have to fast forward table and look for a scene manually and speaking of skipping chapters I really love that you can skip or fast forward the warnings and the production logos in the beginning of the Laserdisc movie. You can do that on DVD and Blu-ray. In most cases on Laserdisc you can also see how much of a disc see how on the left is disc and the total duration of the disc and it's nice that you don't have to rewind the movies like you had to do with the VHS tape. Laserdisc movies don't have menus like DVDs by the way. The movie just starts when you put it in kind of like that many Laserdisc movies also have special features like behind-the-scenes documentaries. That's common today with DVDs and Blu-rays. Sure, not that many VHS releases in that. That's another thing. What made Laserdisc ahead of its time? Another good thing about the Laserdisc format is that most movie releases were in widescreen. Most VHS movies had in the 90s were corrupt to fit a 4x3 TV, TV screens. Nobody had widescreen TVs back then. It was nice that the movie filled out the screen, yes, but we are basically missing 50% of the frame of this method, so that sucked. Some Laserdisc releases also came in full screen, but most releases came in widescreen. In both, for example, I have Star Wars in both worlds. Speaking of Star Wars, if you're a hardcore fan and want to own the original unaltered Star Wars trilogy, then the best release is the Star Wars Laserdisc edition from 1993 called the Definitive Collection. It's the best official release of the movies before George Lucas began ruining the movie in 1997 with the use of CGI. Have you seen the... And, uh, there is a DVD release from 2006 of the original Unaltered Trilogy, but the picture quality doesn't live up to DVD standard because it came from the 1993 Laserdisc edition. The collection is a bit rare, though. I, You can get a copy on eBay for $165 US dollars, and the shipping will be quite expensive. I already mentioned that Laserdiscs are heavy and weighs about a half a kilo each movie, but the Star Wars collection weighs 4.6 kilos for three movies. You think that's enough? But to be fair, there is a book in there that comes with the collection, which is quite heavy, but the discs take up most of the weight, unfortunately. The Star Wars trilogy are on CIV discs, which have less runtime, as I talked about earlier, and each movie is more than two hours long, which means that each movie takes up three laser discs, and you have to flip. So to watch the whole trilogy, you need to change and fight laser discs 18 times. Oh my goodness, even though laser discs never became as popular as VHS. The format still managed to coexist until 2001, right? Around the time when the DVD format became the new standard. So, 
Laserdisc actually existed for 23 years. The Laserdisc players in the movies were quite expensive compared to the VHS, so it was mainly the big movie enthusiasts who bought it if you want the best video or audio experience at home. Then later this was the superior format anyway. That was my review of Laserdisc. I will take a look soon at some other home video formats soon. Bye.